When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you could save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. Research advisors and incorporated a registered investment advisor. Finally, voting begins in Alaska and Arkansas and registered investment advisor. Dave Trump has been busy on Twitter this morning, claiming the Democrats are making up phony polls in order to quote suppress the Trump. He told supporters in Naples, Florida, he believes the polls are very inaccurate. When it comes to women. I think we're doing better with women than with men, Frank. Trump also tweeted, we are winning and the press is refusing to report it. Don't let them fool you. Get out and vote. An ABC News tracking poll shows Clinton with a double-digit lead. A Rasmussen poll has Trump in the lead by two points. Dave. Now, Rachel, Hillary Clinton keeps attacking Trump's comments about the election being rigged as a threat to our democracy. But with her lead in most polls, she's expanding her focus. Clinton and her campaign are spending more time, resources and rhetoric trying to get Democrats elected to Congress. Clinton herself has acknowledged that she's not really spending all that much time responding to Donald Trump, as she says, because she's already debated him for four and a half hours. Fox's Rich Edson, where Clinton will campaign today, Manchester, New Hampshire. There's a closed Senate race there. Democrats hope to unseat Republican Kelly Ayotte. Where is Michael Vance? Police in Oklahoma keep searching for the suspect. They say wounded two police officers, stole a patrol car and then another vehicle, and may have killed two relatives found dead last night. And police think he shot and injured someone at a gas station early this morning. In California... I flew off. I hate it. I hate all the, the seats. He's a survivor of yesterday's bus crash near Palm Springs. He says his jaw was knocked out of place, his nose broken. He's among 31 injured. 13 were killed when the bus returning from a casino trip slammed into the back of a semi-truck. Why? Investigators still don't know. Fox News Radio. Fair and balanced. If you are behind on your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt or medical bills forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean the portion of your debt that is forgiven. Call for your free forgiveness information now. 800-719-2090. That's 800-719-2090. Don't wait. Call 800-719-2090. Want to invest but don't know what to do? In search of fixed double-digit rates immune to currency, real estate, and stocks? Discover the alternative asset Barron's Magazine describes as lucrative and safe. An investment immune to Fed manipulation and low interest rates. Request a prospectus guide. Call Cornerstone at 800-222-INFO. 800-222-INFO. That's 800-222-INFO. Trending at 1103 on Eagle News Radio 1110, I'm David Martinez. A Muslim advocacy group is calling for a campaign mailer sent by Republicans in the New Hampshire State Senate race Islamophobic. Massachusetts chapter of the Council of American Islamic Relations is commenting on the mail by One Nation, a third-party group backing Republican Senator Kelly Ayotte. Mailer criticizes Ayotte's opponent, Democratic Governor Maggie Hassan, as weak on terrorism. The piece shows men wearing headscarves and holding guns next to a photo of a family in the crosshairs. It says radical Islamic terrorists are determined to continue attacking America. CIR Massachusetts executive director says the mail associates Muslims with violence against civilians. One Nation spokesperson Ian Pryor says the piece shows Hassan has supported policies that make it harder to fight terrorism and has nothing to do with the vast majority of peace-loving Muslims. For more information on this and other local news, visit EagleTribune.com and listen at the top of every hour. For Eagle News Radio Newsflash. Do you find yourself talking back to the radio? Maybe those people going on and on about what's happening in your neighborhood have no idea what they're talking about? Well, actually, being on the radio and working hard to make your community better is not as out of reach as you might think. 1110 WCCM has a limited number of shows open just for people like you. It's never been more affordable to let your voice be heard, entertaining or informing the Merrimack Valley. But this chance is limited and won't last long. So call 978-686-9966 today. 
Hi, this is Lisa. Hi, this is Leslie. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. for our new program called Valley Girls. A show about fashion, fun, beauty, and life, and just about everything in between. We'll feature great talk, guests, and a whole lot more. Join us at 11 a.m. every Tuesday right here on Eagle Radio 1110. It's It's going to be a wicked good show. The following is a paid program. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and the guests and are not necessarily those of WCCM or its sponsors. Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. If I even got my mic up, I can't hear it. It's up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, yada yada. And there we go. Uh, New England's own Van Helsing with me all the way from Portsmouth, the land of the $3 Dewey. It is the <laughs> New England scary godmother... Roxy's worker. Do I want to ask? <laughs> no, the three dollar Dewey is actually up in Portland, Maine, in the old port. Close enough. Yeah, the, you get your, your you get your Dewey for three dollars. You get your beer for three bucks. Yes. Yeah, okay. So so he just he just like saying it because it sounds kind of cool. It does. Yeah. And of course, uh, that is the voice of the professor Lou Balassi and the amazing Ken Zwicker. Good morning. Here you go. So, you guys have been a little busy, I hear, huh? Uh, it's just, just a little It's bit. been mental, and the weather has been a little wild, but we are so excited because it didn't stop anybody from coming out this past weekend. We saw over 200 Well, you couldn't do walking tours in the rain, right? We do walking tours in the rain. So yeah, we were soaked. so so that that soaked. like that like hurricane that we had, we were out in the cemetery dowsing. So it was, sold it out was kind of a, like a you know walking tour and wet t-shirt contest. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know maybe maybe that's why people hung around. I don't know. The you ghostly know? wet t-shirt. There you go. There you go. Ron knows how to market. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Well, I'll have to put that on my brochure for next year. Now <laughs> that's. I mean. People went out in the, in the pouring rain. I mean, it was raining, too. Standing in the mud. Yeah, puddles. we were in the mud yeah. or in the puddles. A lot of people didn't have umbrellas. Really? No, um, no, our two-hour like, two tour was packed. We was, had the ground must have been soft. It was. It was. It so was It was gross in some It was some like spots. any hands raising out of the ground. <laughs> I was hopeful. I was really hopeful, but unfortunately, no, which I'm really disappointed we about. We were looking. Yeah, we were definitely looking. But yeah, it's it's crazy, crazy weekend, and we're we're just about sold out for this weekend as well. Oh, good, yeah. that's good. So hopefully we'll see a little sun and a lot less rain. We've got plenty right now, I think. Yeah, well, I, although know. some people I know will beg to differ, but it was just a little crazy, and the wind was like, oh my god, Auntie M, seriously. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad. This uh, Saturday, I'm going to be going into Salem with Maureen, and we'll be doing. We'll be there all day, actually. <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, on Ooh. Saturday, so that'll be brutal. We'll be at the uh, Salem Night Tours doing a presentation on New England's most haunted. So that'll be a a lot of fun. So uh, they're going to present you as New England's most haunted. What's so that? you're you're going to be like the <laughs> New England's most haunted, like just you. You're going to be the haunted. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, he hunts. He's not cooperating. Yeah, he's, you know, he he's not cooperating. He's non-cooperating. Yeah, no, okay. I don't understand. No, 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 no. I mean, we'll be doing a presentation on New England's most haunted places. So oh, places, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New England's most Excellent. haunted. But, uh, yeah, so I'll be teamed up with Maureen again, which will be fun, too, because nice. it's always interesting. And that's the coolest place is the uh, Salem Night Tour place. It's like a little Harry Potter hall they have that mm-hmm. we'll be in. So. Oh, yeah. It's kind of cool. Super, and the building is cool. extremely haunted as well. So, yeah, we'll be doing. It's always a plus. We'll be doing uh, an event with them, I think, after the first year. Maybe a, a paranormal investigation there or something. Ooh. But it'll be a lot of fun. Um, you better, better leave now to go to Salem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the traffic alone. I asked Maureen. The only reason I asked Maureen was to. Uh, 
uh, drive because I don't want any part of it. <laughs> you can take the train. In fact, they're recommending that people take the train into yeah, Salem right, right now. Well, that'll be packed, Because it's so, so crazy. Well, if we leave at 6 in the morning, we should be fine. Sounds good. We have to be there by noon, so. Oh, well, that should work. Yeah, anyway. Just get a helicopter. They can drop you right in. So anyways, the, oh, the theme, the theme is now you're talking. the most haunted. So I thought we'd, we'd touch upon that. And if anybody uh, in our listening audience, if there is anybody listening, <laughs> um, know uh, what they think is the most haunted places in New England, uh, just give us a call here at uh, 978-687-8005 or 877-687-8005. That's Nine seven eight six eight seven eight zero zero five. Or you can text us at nine seven eight seven one two eight zero zero five. Or log into our chat room where I am at tojinet.com and uh, go ahead and let us. So know is Tojinet up? Yeah, Tojinet's up. Yeah, they changed yeah. the service, so I was a little bit concerned. Yeah, it, looked, it looks looks good this morning. Yeah, they changed the service yeah, on that, uh, so it was a little bit different. We lost all our stats and everything on the all the shows yeah. because they changed service. But hey, it is what it is. But anyway, so what do you think is the most haunted place in New England? Me? Yeah, what you. do I think? Well, if you had to pick one, oh. and I know it's extremely difficult, you have only one to pick, and what is it? Well, it's. I think one of the problems I'm having with it is, is what is the most haunted place versus what is the place I've had the most experiences at? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Uh, if someone came up to you and said, Roxy! Where is the most haunted place in New England? Yeah, if someone came up to you and said, I will give you a million dollars. Are you doing that, Lou? No. (laughs) Sure. I would give you a million dollars to give me an experience with a ghost. Oh, so you're going to go that route. Okay, I'll I'll accept that route. Well, yeah, the most likely, yeah, I don't know. That's 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 another form of the same question, right? Well, not really, but that's fine. That's fine. No, it's good, though. So, yeah, if someone was going to give you a million dollars... What was the rest of that, Lou? <laughs> I want an experience with a ghost. Yeah, to have an experience with a ghost, where would you go? Um, well, I, I mean, I guess what I can do is I can answer kind of both of the ways that you guys put it at. I mean, if you want to have an experience with a ghost, obviously um, it's the point of graves with Elizabeth, with, without a doubt. I mean, because she's, mm-hmm. she's always there, and you don't mm-hmm. even need me to be there to have that experience. You okay. can go on your own. Fair um, enough. And, and you can see spirits, you can sense them, they can touch you. I mean, it's it's that very, very active um, of a place. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's been so many places that I've been. I mean, I went down to the Captain Grant. No, no, no. We, we don't want a list of places. Place. We want one place. There's I no am, which, list uh, of places. Will you, will you let me finish? Yeah, you've got to rattle off like eight places. I am not going to rattle and off. And then you might sell I, one. Now, st- stop that. Um, All right, fine. Whatever. So I... I answered where to have an experience, and yes, now I'm answering a haunted place, mm-hmm. um, with the exception of 177 State Street, because that just blows the curve for everybody. I really thought the Captain Grant's Inn in Connecticut was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. The old Molly's. Yeah. But the Captain Grant's Inn is just yeah. outside of um, of the casino down in Connecticut, and it there's a cemetery in the backyard. You can smell spices in the middle of the night. Doors lock and unlock. I mean, there was so much going on in just the the two nights that we were there. It was it was unbelievable. Okay, Ken, what would the, you the say? The paths in the cemetery actually changed. So, Ken, if you do you agree with her? Or would you, would you? Uh, yeah, I've been there. It's, def- it's definitely an experience in that cemetery. Well, I'm not saying but, that. Um, I'm saying if you had a, if someone gave you a million dollars, where would you? Oh, go? I would definitely go to um, Point of Graves. Okay, but um, yeah, I mean the old Molly Malone's is definitely probably one of the most haunted places out there. Hmm, interesting, probably anywhere. Well, what about you? I mean, you're kind of like the observer here, so yeah, I don't know much of anything. But no, if, you, if, if, if let's put it this way, somebody came up to you and said a million dollars for the most haunted place. What would you recommend? Um, I mean, that's fair. Even right? just what you've heard of. Yeah, you don't even have to be there. We're not asking you that. I don't know. For some reason, Danvers State Hospital comes to mind. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Wonder how it is now up there with all the condos and apartments. Yeah, they still, I hear from people, they still have stuff to have money. Yeah. Plus, there's still tunnels and yeah. some of the old buildings that they didn't redevelop. Right. Has been worked on that project. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, god. Yeah. And. Mm, no. Just saying. Nothing. <laughs> Just saying. Does he suffer some, from the same magnetism to evil spirits that Maureen does? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways. I have to pick my choice, right? Yeah. yeah so now we have two oh, choices. You, you have a choice? Which, which one to have 
a ghostly experience, right? Right. And then which one to have uh, is the most haunted space, yeah. So the most the ghostly experience, I would say, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. Now, interesting, we all said that because these are the ones that we are both associated mm. with her and her tours and mine. Yep. And mine. So now if I was going to say if somebody, what would be the most uh, haunted place in New England... As I sit here listening <laughs> to dead air, it's it's tough. It it's is really tough. tough. I'm looking. It's my like brain, my brain is calculating. <laughs> it was the most haunted. Well, for you know what, I would say the Houghton Mansion. Yeah. And that one, I you know, I thought about it, and you know, because it's it's being pushed as a paranormal playground, um, it's you know, I, I kind of shy away from that idea, but. Uh, you know, there, there's been so much evidence. I mean, how about Dogtown or the Dogtown. America's Stonehead? And sure, I mean those are cool, but they're, they're not no. in the same no same uh, haunt. I mean, those are cool places to investigate. I mean, yeah. you, you you've got all those. They're really cool outdoor, needy places. Actually, most of these people are fairly can go to and, and experience in themselves is, is Dogtown, which you mentioned, which is free. Um, America Stonehenge, uh, which is not free, but it's still relatively expensive. Uh, also, um, I just I can't think of the name of it. Uh, I just had it too. In Lynn, uh, the Den, uh, what is it? Dungeon Rock. No, it's not it. What is it? Zen Lynn? I can't think of it. I just drew a mine. And I was just Oh my God! It is Dungeon Rock. Yeah, there's one down. What is it? Far River? Or that? Isn't there a state forest down? Dighton Rock. Dighton Rock. That's a different one. Uh, <laughs> Dungeon Rock is, of course, you can always. That's in Lynn it. Woods, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Lynn Woods. That is. Yeah. A, yeah. Well, although Dungeon I've Rock. just been informed that they've actually closed it off. That you can't go in. You used to be able, be able to go into. Do you know the story behind it, Lou? Uh, yeah, I think it. I've heard it here, but yeah. Okay. Tell everybody about that. the pirates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, it was uh, pirates that uh, came up the uh, river, and the British uh, intercepted them in the woods, and they uh, captured three of them. One of them, Veal, escaped, and he went and he hid it, supposedly hid his treasure up in uh, Lynn Woods and uh, Dungeon Rock, and uh, he lived there for years, working as odd jobs in the town and city, going back and forth, and... Uh, Eventually, he was killed in a uh, uh, what do you call it earthquake, uh, which we haven't. Really, used. people say, "Oh, yeah." yeah. I mean, it, it, it's occasionally know, there's been yeah. a Massachusetts. No, actually, not occasionally. We actually have quite a few of them. There we are Massachusetts earthquake deaths. That's an interesting <laughs> thing. I, really? Can you, you want to check that for us when you're okay, on the break yeah, or something? Yeah. We're gonna find those. That's numbers. interesting. To see, but we do. We have earthquakes every year. Yeah, more than one. And uh, so, anyways. That happened, and then uh, the spiritualists uh, bought the land, and they supposedly were in contact with Yale, and uh, he was telling them where to dig for the, the treasure, and they went and dug it, but they never found it. So it's kind of a really cool, cool... What about the Hoosack Tunnel? I've been there. Yeah. How was it? Almost killed by a train, but yeah, other than that, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch out for that. I mean, it was, I mean, it was cool. Was it really scary? Was it really haunted? Eh, I don't know. I mean, there are much, I think, cooler places. And in, in, uh, Roxy already mentioned a, a couple of them, mm-hmm. but there, there are so many. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of graveyards, like the, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in, in Boston. Uh, the, what's that? King's King's, King's Chapel, Chapel, which is a cool one. And yeah, it's, the Granary. The Granary. Yeah, yeah there's a Boston lot of Boston Common yeah. one. Little I mean, Girl Hunt's the one in Boston Common. There's so many cool places. Boston Common itself is haunted. It is, yeah. most definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, is there any, any luck in the earthquake, Des? Uh, a couple articles came up, and they named generally the worst earthquake in New England history was on November 18th, 1775. Okay. Uh, largest recorded earthquake uh, occurred in the waters off Cape Ann and was felt within seconds in Boston as far away as Nova Scotia, Chesapeake Bay, and upstate New York. Seismologists have estimated the quake to have been between 6.0 and 6.3 on the Richter scale. That's pretty good size. There were no fatalities damage. The da- while there were no fatalities, the damage was extensive. Mm. According to the USGS, approximately 100 chimneys and roofs collapsed, all, and over 1,000 were damaged. So we, we have no reported deaths from earthquakes? No. In, in. Huh, that's no, interesting. No, it doesn't seem to be.
The civil authorities have issued a required weekly test for all of Connecticut. Haunted places are so so cool. I mean, I mean, you, you've done so much in Portsmouth, so that's mm-hmm. what you tend to, to gravitate to. And as much as the same once I've gone, you go but, with what you know. Yeah, that's the thing. If so, let's let's look at it another way. If you had a uh, bucket list, what would be the number one haunted place where you haven't gone that you would put in your bucket list? Oh, mm. um, I don't know. I was just I, I was just down the Cape and I was telling a story um, that I had researched about Monomoy Island, and I don't have an opportunity to run into a lot of ghost animals, but there was a moon cusser that was out on Monomoy Island, which is just off of Chatham. A what? A moon cusser. What's that? So uh, a moon cusser was someone who would be deceptive, and they'd bring lights out or lamps out onto the beach, and they tried to trick the ships into coming closer. So they got disoriented at sea, and they would wreck on the rocks or on the beach, and then they would either be killed by the moon cusser, or um, they would steal everything that they have. So it was... Uh, like, kind of like a pirate without a boat? Kind, kind exactly. of like a pirate without exactly. a boat. We, we, yeah. discussed yeah. It, we discussed it before on the thing. They, they, they were called moon cussers because of the full moon. They could actually see what was going on and, <laughs> you know, see it was lanterns versus... So they couldn't do their work. There's, uh, there's a story. I think, did, did you tell it, Roxy, or someone else about the one down there where they they go in and th- this, this couple... Uh, uh, set out the lanterns and they, they wrecked the ship and, and, and of course the people died and the next morning they went down to the beach and they, they found the body on it and they turned it over and it was their son he had gone to I, sea I think that story is actually from Rhode Island but yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that yeah yeah. Okay, so it wasn't you somebody told me that story I can't remember but it was pretty pretty it's it's one of those like oh my god yeah mm-hmm. it'd be a Twilight Zone one mm-hmm. I think perfectly yeah oh that'd be awesome time, that would be awesome so that Manaway Island is what you, <laughs> whatever you call it. Uh, no, uh, Monomoy Island, and there um, there was a lighthouse out there. It was abandoned. They just restored it. But this gentleman who was out there doing the moon cussing, he would ride his horse. And during a particularly rough storm, he was trying to lure a ship in, and he ended up taking his horse so deep into the water that he and the horse died. So everybody had seen it, I guess, from the shore. But the story is now that the ghost horse is out there, Hmm. and it saves people. There was a couple that was out there in the 80s, and there was a buoy that had washed ashore, and they reached down to grab it, and all of a sudden the woman turned around and she heard a horse behind her. There was nobody there, s- swear there was a horse, and she just missed a, a wave pulling her out to the water. Hmm. So there's lots of accounts of seeing this white ghostly horse out on this island, which I would love to go and check it out myself. So I've always wanted to go to Monomoy. What about you, kid? I think the Portsmouth Naval Prison would be a good stop. Oh, there's a good yes. one. Yeah. I don't, you know how many requests I get from people saying, how can we get into there? Me too. Can't, you just can't. Yeah, you just crazy. can't. Yeah, so if, if you have your own place you'd like to go on your bucket list, give us a call at 877-687-8005, 978-687-8005, or text us your, your choice at 978-712-8005. So, Lou, what about you? Bucket list? One haunted place you could go to. Spend the night. I'll add that part to it. Oh, well, spend the night. There yeah. we go. Even better. I don't know. I kind of... Roxy's got me fascinated about the whole tunnels th- things up in Portsmouth. Okay. I'd like to... That would be it, huh? Mm-hmm. I'd kind of like to see the tunnels, I think. See, that would be awesome. That yeah. would be awesome. The tunnels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Understand more about the whole tunnel situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I sit in, sitting here, and I like all these places come to mind because, you know, I wrote that book ghost today which is like 365 ghost stories and a lot of them were the the prominent ones throughout the world and i'm sitting here and there are two places that immediately come to mind but i can only pick one so uh (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna take hard to believe you guys haven't been to these places though i'm gonna take the one uh off of italy uh off of venice the island Provoda, Provoda, I believe is the name of it. Island. Uh, it was a uh, plague island where mm-hmm. where people have uh, went there. Basically, at a hospital at one time, and they they just went dive there. Mass graves. Yeah. Uh, skeletons still wash up on the shore. 
uh, from the island. Uh, there was a, a sane asylum out there, and uh, the doctor uh, who who was there um, did some kind of shady stuff on on the thing. But he ended up being pushed or jumped off the bell tower, and they still hear the bell tower even though the tower's not there anymore. Interesting. Yeah, and it, it's really a, a dark and creepy place. So it's an island, too, which is always cool. Isn't there a similar situation? I mean, not as old, but isn't there a similar situation in an island off Manhattan or off New York? Isn't there an island down there? That, there is. Yeah. There Plague is. Island? Well, they had all kinds of issues, right? They yeah, had they, an insane they, asylum. They mm-hmm. had homeless people out there. Yeah, they, had, they buried prisoners out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have you actually have Wood Island right in Portsmouth, which is was the same was situation. Was that a Plague Island, too? It was. They oh. kept it. It was a... Um, at one portion of time, it, later it uh, became a uh, uh, a life-saving station for the life-saving service, the, the predecessor yeah. of the Coast Guard. They're, they're fully restoring it, which is awesome. Because it's looking they were, good. They were going to tear it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But, I mean, w- w- all throughout history, you had these little islands that people would send. You know, I mean, talk about leper colonies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. that's basically what they would do. Yeah. Yeah. Misery Island off of Salem and yeah. Beverly there. There you go, Misery Island. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. That's the way you get rid of a problem. You just segregate it. I didn't find an earthquake death, but I found, dug up something else. In 1727, an earthquake was located near present-day Newburyport and is estimated to have a magnitude of 5.6. It caused soil liquefaction in the area, resulting in geysers of water and sand called sand blows. In addition to knocking down some chimneys, um, church bells ringing, windows, dishes breaking, things like that. What's interesting about that was that when I was staying at that estate in mm-hmm. Newburyport, there's a uh, reservoir there for the farm, uh, a couple of farms that were in the area and was going back through the history. They said that that reservoir formed after an earthquake. Really? So you which it must have been this Maybe earthquake. that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I fished, cool? fished in that place, yeah. Like it didn't exist. One day, you know, f- after the earthquake, the farmers went out and uh, there was a pond there. That's cool. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> really, right? Yeah, could have been. Yeah. Never know. <laughs> Back in those days, they would. Uh, yep. So yeah, I mean, there are so many. So I can't find any Massachusetts deaths. I, I'm going to do more research on it myself yeah. because it intrigued me. Now I, I, you know, I had no thought of a, about it, and, but that's the story that was told. So maybe this story is not true then. Just saying. Oh, we don't know. It's not like every death would be reported. I mean, you know. You have an earthquake, uh, you know, a weather vane falls on somebody. I don't know if it's getting to the papers or getting mm-hmm. recorded, you know. We don't know. That's a 1727. Who's keeping track of anything there? Yeah. I don't even know how they know I, th- how, <laughs> what know, it would be on a Richter scale. We, we're so, you know, we look at, like, all these cool places all throughout the country, but New England has so many cool things that are going on. You know that, Roxy, from all the books you've written. That you, you've done a ton of research. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do anything about the the uh, stone thrower? The stone throwing devil out in the Great Island of Newcastle. Yes. Yeah. That right by the neck. Give us a little synopsis of it. It's a great story. That is a great story. It goes back to the 1600s, and these hot stones were falling out of the sky. And there was a, a family that was out in a boat, so they're in the water and they're too far from the shore. And they were saying these hot stones were falling from the sky. And what was interesting about all these incidences of them blowing through windows and coming out of nowhere is there was a man who was um, was in Newcastle from England, and he documented everything right away. So as things were going on, they were writing it down, and they've never been able to solve where it came from. They call it uh, lithobolia is what it was called, the stone-throwing devil. So a couple of books out there, um, one is called The Devil of Great Island. It goes into great detail about it. But it's one of the first documented uh, ghost stories, if you want to call it even a ghost story. Like what or a kind curse. of size of stones? Uh, sizable. I mean, size, sizable enough to hurt you, not pebbles, but mm-hmm. big enough to hurt you. Well, I mean, we see... we have documented and we understand how storms can pick up fish and frogs and things like that so why wouldn't it be able to pick up because these pebbles were these, as well they, yeah. because these were burning hot stones oh, like hot yeah. coals and yeah. it happened on multiple occasions yeah. too. Oh, okay. supposedly out in the boat yeah. um, it was supposed to be a clear day no clouds nothing sunny day and it just rained sto- stones on them <laughs> and then the stones, hot stones flew around the house out of the hearth and into the hearth and all over the place yeah oh, wow. through the windows through yeah. the doors yeah, and and this guy who who was be, his him and his family were being plagued. They decided to move. It was so bad. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's a Good it's a great story. On that part, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there, there's been there's other incidents of stones uh, thrown in as well. Uh, people have been, uh, you know, the, the police actually watched the house and because they thought they were, you know, vandals doing it. Mm-hmm. And it occurred when the, the police were watching the it house. It occurred while they were watching. They were watching the oh, house. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, there's the music. Uh, ghost riders in the sky or stone throwers in the sky. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> sure it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good thing horses can't fly. Anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition right here on Eagle Radio and Tojinet. And we'll be right back after following messages. need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future then circles of wisdom is just the place for you circles of wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more located on route 28 in downtown andover massachusetts we carry a large selection of books and music crystals and gemstones jewelry and gifts sage aromatherapy and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place an oasis in this hectic world. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within, and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org. Or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. Morning edition. You're listening to Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 FM HD2, and on TojiNet.com. I am your scary godmother, Roxy Zwicker. I am here with Professor Luke Lassi, my husband Ken, and the evervescent Ron Kleck. Does that mean I glow? Evervescent. <laughs> He bubbles. Not bubbles. fluorescent, not fluorescent, oh. effervescent. Mm. He bubbles. You, you bubble with personality this morning. Speaking about bubbling with personality, we also have a uh, seance coming up on Halloween, don't we? Which, by the way, Halloween is one week from today. And we'll have to do a special Halloween show next week. Yes, we have to do a special Halloween show. Y'all come we in and burn a witch or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No? Okay. No. How are you going to do that? You're going to Salem. Yeah, I mean, we could get a little one. Put you need a it. permit for that? Can you get? Oh, <laughs> I wonder how many. Uh, as, as Steve says, I wonder how many. Uh, how much energy is given off? You know, how many <gasps> calories, k units. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so what was that? I don't think anybody's listening. So. We're doing. We're doing a séance uh, next uh, Halloween at uh, this Molly Halloween. Malone's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, that one too. <laughs> and uh, they can get tickets right there at uh, New England Curiosities website. Yep, newenglandcuriosities.com. We're about 50% sold out right now. So tickets are starting to roll out this week. People are like, oh, it's coming up. So you definitely want to come in. Check that out. Ron will be there. Uh, Maureen, we're going to do a red light. Sales. Not Maureen, Leslie. I mean, well, Leslie. Sorry, I must have Maureen on the brain. Leslie will be there. I'll be there. And um, we're going to do a red light seance and spirit circle. And I think the spirits already know we're coming because they've been wandering around. People that have uh, been using the space have talked about seeing them over the past few days. So it's it's really starting to wind up over there. And you got to see this place. It's wicked cool. Roxy showed us a picture last week while she was in the studio, and it was amazing. It's incredible. It's it's, really awesome. It's got a dead deer and everything. It's an elk. Whatever. Elk. Giant elk. Huge. Somebody's deer. Elk head. Yeah. yeah. Big elk head. And we'll have we'll have snacks and we invite people to come in costume. We'll be doing haunted an, snacks. And we'll have an altar as well if you want to leave a, a message. Rat. No, we're not. Oh. Gonna eat rats. Stop it. So we got this we got this mysterious text, right? From a rat? I don't know how mysterious know. it is. It is. It's very mysterious. Mysterious. It's not mysterious. It's just It's just a text. What does it say, Lou? 
right, hang on. Who's it from? I'm sorry, who's it from? Yeah. I don't know, I'll get us a phone number. Yeah, but you give the first three. I've listened to many of these talk shows. They give out the first three numbers. 516. 516 area code, yes. Yeah. Uh, Did they see the rat doc? Question mark, question mark, uh, no exclamation. How does she feel about a spirit animal is a rat? uh, That house city in India, how mystical is a rat compared to other animals? So a rat is a totem? And since it says she, I guess they're referring to you. Yes. I I don't know what the rat doc is. Do you know what the rat doc is? Well, I'm guessing it rock rat documentary. Uh, and they probably saw a TV show. And uh, was I'm just there a rat documentary? Evidently. Okay. Evidently. And uh, so, anyways, and it was about uh, in India. They believe the rats have, uh, you know, that they're uh, what do you call it? Like total animals. What do you call it? spirits come in? And oh, so okay. Spirit so like they're holy. Like uh, the, the the other things, they don't kill either buffalo or they're, bison. Oh, okay. Or, they're a spiritual connection. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, this is oh, all okay. conjecture, of course, using my vast psychic powers to uh, <laughs> sift through this decoded message. And uh, so, well, well, but when we talk about India, um, Ganesh actually rode a rat as a horse. Yeah. So there's obviously a connection there. Wow. Do, do you know who Ganesh is? The remover of obstacles. He looks no. like an elephant. Elephant headed. Yeah. yeah. And you know how he got his head? I don't know how he got his head. The, when the, when they made Ganesh, Ganesh went running around, and the, he was, that was the first creature, because he had no head, first creature they had, so they put the elephant head on him. Oh, okay. That's unfortunate. Okay. For the elephant. Uh, for everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> it works. If you needed a head and they put an elephant head on you, that'd be Yeah, except now he's a god. You could be a god, too. <laughs> yeah, but could I be a god with a head that weighs about a third of what an elephant head weighs? Maybe only he could handle it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Um, rats. It's like a comic book discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Superpowers. Yeah. Rats um, symbolize material goods, fertility, wealth, um, being able to find your way out of problems. Anything about rats being able to go behind the scenes and find their way. So kind of following your own intuition, being able to get yourself out of difficult the situations. Are tuned in. The rats are tuned in, huh? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Chinese like rats, right? They, they do. They have the one they of their zodiac. Yeah, animals. well, it's because it's about prosperity. So yeah. yeah, so they have the year of the rat. We'll stick them in. How the is that deep about prosperity? In other words, if you get a lot of food around, you're gonna have a lot get of rats, a lot of rats yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hmm. So, so yeah. So, I mean, you, you can definitely have. I, I think any animal can be a spirit, and certainly rats are totems as well. As uh, interesting as it is, rats hmm. are all about context, aren't they? They are. My daughter had a couple of rats. I loved them. They were great, but I don't want to run into one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's different when they're running through the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they're a pet contact. rat. Yeah. yeah. Wendy Reardon, who was at uh, Spirit Quest, she actually has um, those hairless ones. Yeah, the, the pink hairless mm, rats. Yeah. She got a ton of them. Actually, uh, she had a bunch of them. They, they died, and she took their hearts. I think it's her hearts. And they... She brought them to St. Peter's in, in the Vatican and put them in behind the uh, confessional place there, which is... Did the people at St. Peter's know she was doing this? <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said they're still there because she, she went again and uh, whatever. Hairless rats, those are a little baby. Was, was there a purpose in doing yeah, that? I was gonna say, yeah, it's because the it, point of this it's, being? It's venerated. Okay. What does that mean? Venerated, yeah. blessed. Okay. The rats' hearts are raised. Blessed? The rats themselves. Bless their, their souls. Hearts. Their souls. <laughs> they have no souls. Why? If <laughs> dogs have soul, what makes the rats don't? What are, we, what are we very distinctive? Depends. Did I to. fall asleep at the wrong time in my uh, in my masses, or <laughs> the Catholics don't believe animals have souls? Do they? Wait a minute. So now what? I'm just asking the question. I don't know. Wait, I'm wait a, a you, failed no, no, Catholic. You, you said. Wait a minute. Yeah, but you just Uh-oh. said, you've told me on this show many times that your dog had a soul. Oh, I believe they have souls. But the Catholics don't. So I'm trying to figure Not out why Catholics. a Catholic would bring You're like Catholic. a rat you heart to the Vatican. You believe the dogs have souls, so therefore um, that's, that it, argument is faulty. I'm a Catholic <laughs> in uh, technicality only. Whatever. Yeah. It's not mine to judge. I'm, I wasn't judging. I was just asking the question. I Last let, I knew, Catholics don't believe I that. I let God sort it all out. Okay. 
You know, that's, that's not my problem. What, what, what did Putin say? That my I dog that had one. more soul than half of the people I've met. Yeah, pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it Putin that said that? What, what did he say? Uh, oh, God, I can't remember. Oh, it was such a good quote, too. <laughs> was it about rats? No, it was about killing people. And then, uh, you know, he says... Kill them all, my God, sort of that? Yeah, basically. That uh, was Chuck Norris. Or was it really? Or somebody, I don't know. Something like that. Or John cool. Wayne or somebody. One of the good guys. Yeah. Could be Putin. He thinks he's John Wayne, anyways. <laughs> but anyway, so where were we? I'm sorry, we got confused. We're trying to figure out the rat thing. Oh, oh, we already, I thought we pretty much put that to rest, right? Well, you were just talking Up about until the, the point the where somebody there. put hearts. hearts at the Vatican, yeah, so. or wherever they put them. How did that get in here? You brought it in. Oh, yeah. did I? Oh. Yeah. yeah, that was you. Mm. So there you go. Uh, rats, rats can have souls, and and you have no <laughs> no problems with that at all, right? No. I have right. no and, and they can be a good sign and a good spirit. Animal. There you go. Absolutely. Right. In reality, I mean, you know, we, we, we all creatures are living, you know. I mean, we, we just take it just because a snake is a snake, you know, it's still a living creature. I'm, I wasn't mm-hmm. making the argument. I was just getting my facts straight. No, I'm not arguing Putting your rats you. in a row? Get my rats oh, in a row. Oh, rats right. in a row. That was cute. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, I think your mic's not working. <laughs> could be. We could make that happen. <laughs> I know you could. Yeah, it should be a little lucky. Anyway, um, so we left that. We talked about the earthquake, and we talked about haunted places. Mm-hmm. We talked about Molly Rose and that cool seance thing we're going to be doing on Halloween. Right? That's. I'm so excited about that, by the way. Yeah, it's awesome. Really, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, so I think we pretty much covered everything. We can go home now. Interestingly uh, enough, that quote... Yeah. Kill them all and let God sort them out goes back to the Crusades. Really? Yes. In 1209, Pope Innocent III... There you go! Always goes back to the Catholics. ...decided it was time to crack down on followers of a religious sect that had become popular in southern France. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't pronounce that. The uh, Abigenarians later to to become more widely known as the Cathars. The Cathars were Christians, but they rejected the authority of the Pope and other key aspects of the... Catholicism, so they were deemed heretics by the Catholic Church. Yeah, who was it? Imagine that. On July 22nd, 2009, they were celebrating their annual feast. Uh, suddenly, festivities were cut short when an army of crusaders sent by Pope Innocent III showed up outside of the walls of the town. The military leader of the army was Simone de Montfer. Oh, here you go. A French nobleman, highly motivi- motivated by the Pope's promise he, would keep the land, he could keep the land of any heretics he killed. Yep. Uh, the Simonia, wasn't he? He was the head of the Templars. Was he? I believe so. Okay. I could be wrong, but I believe so. Go the ahead. Crusaders were accompanied by an official representative of the Pope, a French uh, Cistercian? Cistercian monk? Okay, yeah, Cistercian. Cistercian yeah, Cistercian. Named Arnold Almeric. Mm-hmm. Also referred to as Arnold Almeric and Arnold Amory. Oh, there you go. De Montfer. <laughs> Demanded that the leaders of the Bezers be turned over to the towns ca- of the Cathars heretics to him. They refused the Crusaders' attack. According to accounts within, written a decade later, the attack, when the attacks began, soldiers asked Armalek how they would be able to tell which uh, Bezers' town people were Catholics and which were Cathars. Mm-hmm. And he reportedly reprised, Kill them all, God will recognize his own. There you go. Yeah. The origins of Kill them all, let God set it out. So if you look up Simon Dickey Head there, whatever his name was. Simon Demon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I bet you if you it Google it. the fifth it, Earl of Leicester. Yeah. Did it come in as uh, yeah, head I'm of... Uh, getting there. I bet you would just put in, yeah, we come out as, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, it's not coming up quickly, but... That's all right. If you put down, uh, what, what, did I just, what did I call him? Oh, Templars. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. It's just... Not getting he that died quickly. terribly, by the way. I mean, they when they they rounded up on Friday the thirteenth, they ride up, rounded up all the uh, heads of the uh, the Templars. Uh, they were they were pretty well tortured, pretty badly. Mm. I mean, they would stick their feet in, in the on ropes. They would drop them into the coal pits, and their feet would burn. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, all these little cool things. Yep, those were the good old days. Oh, the good old days. Well, this guy mm-hmm. uh, died at the siege of Toulouse in 12... Oh, so 18. that's the same one then? Yeah. Nope, not the same one then. I swear it was the same name, though. Damn. Well, I'm sure there were a lot of de Montfairs. 
mm, it could be in France. It was French. They all sound the same to me, anyways. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, I wish I could think of that Putin quote. It's it was it, it's a takeoff on that one, but it's not the, the exact same one. Something like uh, whatever. I don't know. Let's let's go move on. I can't though. You know what, what happens. Uh, anyways, yes. What was I saying? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. We'll just let God sort it all. Yeah, out. I was gonna. Go yeah, um, yeah. My head scrambles from that. <laughs> like what? So I mean. You you have done like you said you had two hundred people on your tours this past weekend right mm-hmm. yep do you ever hear back from them and saying any experiences that they had or anything while they were on the tour yeah all the time you do yeah uh, I have Putin's quote you have someone's oh. disputing here Putin's quote was oh, okay. to, to forgive them is up to God but to send them to him is up to me yes that's the one <laughs> isn't that oh, wow. cool. Oh, Snope says no, but it's a great quote. I love it. I don't it. care whether he said it or not. It's a great quote. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was cool, but I just couldn't remember it. You know, my little mind gets muddled. So you do hear from back all the time, right? I do. And what type of experiences do they have? Other than, do they have some stuff that you're not aware of during the 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 uh, tours? That mm-hmm. well, it's funny. We were um, we were at the John Paul Jones house. It was last weekend. And I just did the the story of the house being haunted in general. It's thought to be, you know, John Paul Jones there. And um, a woman got back to me after the tour, and she said, well, because while we were standing there, she says, I saw a woman up in the window. And she described it was up on the second floor. And that's actually a ghost story I've left out. Um, I haven't really? talked about that for a long time. And she says, you know, is there anything about women being in there? And I said, yeah. I says, it's just a, a light ghost story, coincidentally, of a woman being up on the second floor because she was murdered in front of the two artifacts that are up in the attic. She was scalped and her hands were cut off. Oh. And they have the, the two statues that she was killed in front of up in the attic. It happened back in the 1690s when Portsmouth had Indian raids and all of that. And um, I was really surprised that she was very clear in who she saw. You, you she, mean Native American things? Well, uh, our noble no, no, ancestors. That's what you're talking about. Yes, our noble yes, ancestors. Yes. yes. So um, who scalped and cut off people's hands? But they're noble. They were peaceful. They peaceful. were upset. Yeah. It's all our fault. There's two sides to every story. Because well, well, they were here first. We yeah. should. Well, yeah, actually, so. they weren't. That's the whole thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Native oh. Americans aren't indigenous to America. So who is? Well, it's, they, deba- they debate that. They came across. They came across to Alaska and beat the crap out of whoever was here, just like. That's still being here first. Well, no, was, oh, was here first. being here before there, us. Who was here first? Then you know yeah. what? Some was always there first. I mean, Neanderthals, Crow Manglins. I mean, we, you know, we all come from the same stock, someplace, somewhere. somewhere. Yep. Supposedly so, Africa. Exactly. Africa. <laughs> Anyways, you were talking about cutting people's hands off and scalping. Yeah, so so yes, so, so kind let's of do getting that. getting stop it. Um, getting back to it, yes, people do get back to me after the tours, whether it's a photograph, whether it's something additionally it's seen that they were wondering about. Um, we had a woman who was very upset in the cemetery, and she had said that you know somebody was watching us, and then I'm like, well, you know, where's my flashlight? Let me go bash their head in because they were hiding in the bushes, <laughs> and um, and it was it was a shadow person that was Ooh. that was walking by the bushes and it wasn't a story that I, I had about the location so um, you know I, we do get a lot of more intuitive more open people on the tour sometimes and they're the quieter ones that often have things to say um, mm-hmm. long after the tour is over so um, yeah it does it definitely does happen I always tell people please contact me and let me know if anything happened and they do it and happens do you, a lot do you get pictures and stuff we do yeah any cool ones we get there's uh, lots there, of orbs. I betcha. Well, people no, have to share pictures. Lots of no, orbs. we don't. I I, I kind of scale back on the orbs. You know, when we're out on the tours, we do. There's one house on um, Court Street in Portsmouth. It's a beautiful house um, from the late 1700s, and it's funny. I don't talk about it a lot, but people keep sending me pictures of the second floor and it looks like there's a woman standing up there in the window and nobody lives in the house. It's owned by an attorney and everybody seems to like the same two panes of glass. They seem to get somebody standing up there. Also over in York, we got some um, amazing pictures from somebody who was on the tour. They kept trying to take a picture of the jail and they couldn't get a picture of the jail and they got this floating face in front of them, which was absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. So, um, That's just yeah. what it looked like, Ken. 
No, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't no, anywhere near the okay. picture. I was just curious. Nope. That's all. Nope. You could see you could see through it, and you could see the building behind it. But it was like someone had come up and just you know gotten in the way of you taking your picture. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I hear from people all the time, which is awesome. You put those on your website, or I, sometimes I do. I, I ask permission first to do that, but I'll I'll put them on our Facebook page. Oh, cool. Yeah. There you go. So I mean, that's that's cool stuff. You know, there's a. Um, you know some clarification on the text if you want it. Thank you very much. Uh, there was a rat documentary on Discovery Channel. Hello. Uh, rats' observations on the history and habitat of the city's most un- unwanted inhabitants, and it, I guess it's causing a stir because it was pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. So that was the rat doc. In India, we're talking about the Karni Mata Temple, ah. famous Hindu temple dedicated to the Karni Mata of Deshnok. Yeah. Temple is famous for approximately 20,000 black rats that live earn, and are revered in the temple. The holy rats are called Kabas, and many people travel great distances to pay their respects. The temple draws visitors from across the country for blessings as well as curious tourists from around the world. Thank you, sir. That, uh, so it's a rat temple. A rat temple. Mm. Which, again, they, they hold sacred. Sure. All right. So there you go. Oh, thank you for that clarification. Thank you, Mr. Lou. Yeah, I'm just trying to... The story behind the rats... uh, The legend has it that the lax man, Kanimata's stepson, drowned in a pond in Kapil. Uh, The god of death tried to revive him, first refusing Yami, eventually relented, permitting laxmen and all the Kanimata's children to be reincarnated as rats. Oh, that's nice Mm -hmm. of The story behind the rats at the temple is different according to some local folklore. According to this version, a 20,000-strong army... uh, deserted a nearby battle and came running up to Deshnok. Upon learning of the sin of desertion, punishable by death, Kanemata spared their lives but turned them into rats, offering the temple as a future place to stay. Oh, that's nice. The army of soldiers expressed their gratitude and promised to serve Kanemata evermore. Uh-huh. So Ooh. they're either this guy's kids or a bunch of deserters. So there's the good side and the bad side. Yeah. That's no bad side. Yeah. Well, I guess they were allowed to live as rats. Eating food that's been nibbled on by the rats is considered to be a high honor. If one of them is killed, it must be replaced uh, with oh. one made of solid silver. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's happened a lot to me at restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> nibbling on food nibbled nibbling on by rats. rats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, then you've been highly honored. Never, yeah, I know. There you go. Yeah, see? There you go. Never go to a kitchen or a restaurant. Respect. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> Again, in my mind, rats are all about context. What do you mean by context? Uh, like I said, my daughter had rats. They were great. Loved them. But don't want to run into one on a restaurant or in 20,000 packs. Mm. It depends where it is. Yeah. In the sewers, not so much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ever see the, the little field mice? Those are cute, though. Yes. Field mice are cute. I, I just brought one in my house. Yep. <laughs> They are so cute. I mean, they're like oh, little, the, the little things. They get scared mm-hmm. really easy. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They, they freak out. I was cleaning my backyard and I disturbed their nest. And it's like, oh. The oh. nest? Yeah. Oh. They, they, they wow. built their little house for the winter and they were. Yeah. <laughs> you know, See, now uh, you sentence them to an icy death. They're off. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> ah, whatever. Now they're going to freeze. Now they're going to end up right. in his basement. That's right. You better get out there yeah. and build them a temple now. They'll come out and haunt me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, Plenty of time to build a temple for them. Yeah, I'm building a temple, all right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway. Which brings me to, and this is a stupid question, but it occurs no to me during the show question, anyway. Only on, on this show, there's no stupid <laughs> yeah. questions. So how come, do, do, do people, have you, has anyone ever reported stopping? What? <laughs> I can't believe I'm even asking this question. Uh-oh. Eating meat, for example, because of the spiritual, I mean, I mean like, the oh, cow yeah. died in a really bad way, and I'm getting all these bad vibes off it. Oh, okay. Not mo- not story. moral, spiritual. So, so hey, do you know picking up listen, on what the animal experienced right. upon their death by eating it? Right. We, well, we know there are animal ghosts. Deer. Some people say that about deer. Oh, so when you're eating like venison, yeah, like you're, you're getting it. Yeah, yeah, that that they'll yeah. they'll feel a particular. I've heard more stories about that um, in regards to hunting rather right. than like buying a piece of meat at the grocery store. But that store. would be a less traumatic death than what the cow went through. True, you would think. True, I have no. So people who do I want to know? So people who are sympathetic, you would think that they'd be picking up bad vibes off of. You know, a ribeye cow. But it's yeah, wait a minute. But it's just like Roxy talked about before. Is is you can turn it on and turn it off, and and the, like oh, when you're going yeah. to you know, 
you don't open yourself up. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm a, a really, a, like, I don't kill anything. I, I escort bugs out of the house. But uh, but you'll eat a stick. What's that? But and, I'll eat a stick. And, and this Absolutely is a judgment. I'll eat a stick, I'm and not, I love steak. I'm in the same position. I'm totally, like, I have no divorce. Yeah, I'm eating a piece kills. of meat. I'm not eating an animal is the right. way I look at it. Because yep. if I thought of it the other way around, I might have problems with it. Yeah, it's like, but that's know, that's logical and character you morality. Fish with a head on it, yeah, So I mean, that's but that's intellectually based. I'm just wondering if more people, could, yeah, if you sit there and think about your food too much, yeah, you, know. you would think that would happen more. Yeah, yeah. Eat I'm something and you're so going to feel hmm. feel a vibe from it. Or Someone something. says no more steak because I'm just getting getting too many images off the steak. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. It would be somebody who was stupid who is, question. But. No, it's no, not it's stupid. stupid. It's probably no. it's probably somebody like you know that's in the Peter thing, in that you know they really love the animals, well, everything. Well, there are a lot of people who can yeah, conjure but, up what the cow went well, through and not eat the steak on that basis, but that's intellectual and that's fine. I understand. Yeah, but they might be that. doing that same thing. We, we talk about filters again. Yeah, it, it, the same thing. It, it might come through as that to them. Right. You know. Uh, so instead I, of seeing it as I mean, as thought logic, they're seeing it as empathic signals. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it could happen, but yeah. I don't know. I just the cow whisperer. Well, what, what's interesting? What, what's interesting that we just get a text right. about boiling a screaming lobster, which is true, right? Oh, I hate that. Trust yeah. me, I, I hate killing lobsters. I don't do it at, at home at all. But you go into the store and the lobsters in the tank, and you say, "I want that one." I ain't looking at it. Even if you don't do it, the thing was a lobster roll. I don't have to look at it. I don't want to take at it. Well, I was going to say in in the shop we sell. Alligator heads and alligator paws, and people come in all the time, and they freak out. You know, did you kill the alligator for, for just these <laughs> yes. supplies? Yes, we have a back room. Yes. No, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it must happen like ten. I've times got a two day live in ones in the back room. I haven't got two this week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we get those from Florida, and they're leftovers from the alligator meat because they eat alligator meat. It's you know kind of a regular thing in Florida. So the the person that we get them from kind of honors the animal and the head and the hands and the feet. Um, so it's being eaten, but now you can use it for magical purposes. Yeah. There you go. But I was trying to keep it off a so. moral judgment plane. I was just seeing if the whole mechanism of uh, of uh, sensing that Empathy. tension, yeah, worked. Yeah. If mediumship, there was media, mediumship involved in a vegetarian, some, well, someone like who was that. a vegetarian on mm. a mediumship It'd basis. be more empathic. Me- medium. you, know, you would yeah. mm. pick up the... But anyway, I want to I say something. And this is... <laughs> Do tell me. This, wow. this is... Um, you, you know all about elephants, right? And, and they kill the, for their tusks, right? They kill the yes. elephants. Oh, yeah, they get tusks. poached. Right. And what what happens is they take all this confiscated ivory, and uh, they burn it. And we're talking about tons of it. Okay, to me, that is totally totally wrong. That ivory now it's going to waste. That ivory, right? Those elephants died. That ivory should be sold. First of all, it would be available on the market, and therefore the poachers' the price would go down. They wouldn't. Uh, and the money they took from it, they could actually hire guards and everything to protect the elephant population as well. So they could do good with that rather than just totally destroying it. Yes. And, and that's true. It really bugs the hell out of me every time I hear that. Yeah. It's like, you know, you've got all this ivory and you're, you're really not dealing with it in a proper way. It, like I said, if you sell that, okay, I mean, people still want ivory? That's fine. I mean, this ivory was, can be turned into good. It drives the price down, first of all. Lowers the demand and, and yeah, also... lowers the demand, so, and, and also you could protect the elephants more. And, and that money could go back to protect them. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's always been my step thing. Is that the music? That's the music. Thank Maybe God. Less ghost elephants. <laughs> so next week ghost we're gonna, elephants. Next week we're going to have a... Uh, yeah. It's going to be a Halloween spooktacular, everybody. <laughs> you ever see the, the lion, the, the one with, in the lions that attack the people in Africa? When they were building the bridge? No. That's a good movie. you got to see that. Lion, uh, I can't think of it. I'll find out for you for next week. All right, excellent. But it's a great movie. I've seen it many times. Anyways, we got to go. Thanks for listening. Good night. God bless. Whatever. Stay spooky.
goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us 